It's almost the weekend, and there's plenty to talk about on NBL Now. The Aaron Baines suspension landed last night at five games. Is that too much? We'll ask Liam Santa Maria about that, as well as how it'll affect Brisbane over the next little while. A big slate of games this weekend, of course, Sydney and Brisbane. But Perth take on Melbourne. Luke Travers goes home to Perth. What kind of reception will he get? And last night, the Jack Jumpers laid the beat down on the Hawks. But does that say more about the Jackies or Illawarra? It's all coming up on NBL now. Happy Friday. The weekend is here. Round three is underway and there is no shortage of things to discuss. Joel Peterson and Liam Santa Maria with you, Liam. We are really into the thick of things now. Yep, for sure. We are. We're right into round three and uh, there's all kinds of things going on, Joel. There's teams that are rolling, there's teams that are struggling, and there's plenty of controversy as well, just how we like it. Absolutely. The drama is being uh, brought in a big way. Um, the big story last night was the Aaron Baines Tribunal case uh, closed to the media at short notice, which was a, an interesting little tidbit there that Olgan Yulich reported during our game last night on ESPN. Um, it's been on everyone's radar. The suspension ends up being five games for the big fella. D- did the outcome surprise you? Uh, the, the fact that Aaron Baines ends up being suspended for a number of games didn't surprise me at all, given everything that we'd heard. Now, it's it's kind of hard to know exactly because we haven't seen the vision. We haven't heard the audio. So it's we're taking kind of people's word on what happened behind the, the scenes there in the tunnel. But, you know, whenever you talk about a player getting in a physical altercation with a coach and we've talked, we've heard about, you know, Adam Ford getting sent against the wall and the wall kind of, you know, an imprint being left on the wall, which probably doesn't surprise many of us. When you're talking about those types of things, it, it makes sense then that if that's proven that that player misses time. So overall, about him, Bainsey being out for a number of games is no surprise. So it ends up being fired because of, of you know, three charges that were there. So excessive disputing unsportsmanlike conduct and abnormal or unacceptable act in basketball. Essentially, the breakdown of that is it's a one-game suspension for his behaviour toward the refs. It's a one-game suspension for the physical altercation with Lat Mayan. And then it's a three-game suspension for um, the dispute with Adam Ford and, and the physical mm-hmm. altercation there. So uh, the, the breakdown of that, I thought, was interesting. Yeah. Firstly, where are these terms coming from i've never heard these terms before excessive disputing and the abnormal or unacceptable act in basketball uh i don't i'm not surprised about the disputing bit too you got two texts for all of that carry on so the fact that he copied game for that that makes some kind of sense obviously the the abnormal or unacceptable act the physical altercation with our uh with adam ford um man that's a that's a coach like you know three three games in the title. I, I can understand where that comes from. The one game for unsportsmanlike conduct for the idea that you know he waited for Latmay and there was a little bump and then they talked about things as they walked out of the tunnel. That's the one that surprised me a little bit. I, I'm not sure there was a lot in that personally. Um, I, ideally, I don't think in a situation like that we have the two teams walking out together and. That's the one that I look at and go, if Brisbane appeal, I could see that one dropping off. Yeah, and and the the, the indication last night was was that they would appeal. Aaron Baines said in a statement, uh, unreservedly accept that my conduct was unacceptable and I've fallen short of the standard expected by a representative of the Brisbane Bullets 
and the NBL is what he said on the on a statement. So um, misses games against Sydney and Melbourne United this weekend, against South East Melbourne next weekend, Perth and Tassie the following round. He comes back to round six against South East Melbourne um, for the Brisbane Bullets. They've got a double header that weekend with, with Tassie. Um, how does that affect them tonight, Brisbane, when they take on the Kings? They got depth at the five spot. I think they're going to be okay. I mean, Banger is coming in great shape and, you know, I think he's going to be important for what that team does over the course of the season, Joel. But Tyrell Harrison's been playing really well as the backup. He slides up to the starter. And my man Rocco Zakarski <laughs> bursting at the seams here as the third string center. So he's the primary backup. Now for a hot little stretch, he's going to get a big opportunity. So that's why you have depth in a position. And, uh, you know, I think they've got high-level guys to come in and play those minutes. Rocco, still 3-3 three three on the season, still 100% from the field. Um, so to, to round it out, we heard the statement from Stu Lash that was uh, the Brisbane Bullets senior basketball advisor earlier in the week. Adam Ford had his say last night, and it was notable that he hadn't speak, spoken publicly about this. Uh, his statement that was issued by the Cairns Sci fans last night reads in part, Despite all the public speculation, I remained silent during this investigation as I felt this was the best course of action. It's been difficult to remain quiet given all the accusations, but I've been comfortable knowing that once footage and audio was obtained, I would be cleared of any wrongdoing. The unedited and original CCTV footage and audio shows I was outside our team's change room and proves I did not start the verbal conversation or instigate any physical exchange. I'd like to thank the Cairns Thai fans for their support during this process, the NBL and the Cairns community. Mm. So it was a fair whack at Stu Lash. <laughs> I think we all, when we saw Stu Lash's uh, statement from the Bullets, it was aggressive. You know, it, he came out pretty strong. Now, I think part of that was probably just bit trying as a club to look like we're going in and we're going to back our man. But it was pretty aggressive towards Adam Ford. And I thought uh, Ford, he certainly handled himself really well throughout this process in staying quiet. I thought it was interesting what he talked about there about the unedited footage and audio, which suggests perhaps at some stage during the process here, there was either talk or actual talk of or actual edited footage that maybe represented things a little differently. So yeah, plenty to unpack from the, that statement for sure. Absolutely. I think uh, in essence, it wasn't a situation that we necessarily want to see unfold, but what it didn't need was someone else who wasn't involved in it originally to wade in. And uh, that's where Stu Lash uh, maybe got himself into a, into a little bit of bother in that regard. So, so that's the Aaron Baines outcome. He'll be back in round six, Brisbane against Sydney tonight. And um, while all that was unfolding last night, uh, there was a game on. And gee, didn't Tasmania put a number on Illawarra? 103 to 73. The Hawks have lost 15 of 16 on the road. It's only the second time Tassie's put up 100 points in a game. It's their equal highest ever score. And, and some of the decision making for Illawarra, uh, especially on the offensive ends, um, was was pretty abject at times. Did that performance for you, Liam, say more about how good the Jack Jumpers are at this stage of the season, or maybe some things that Illawarra clearly need to work on? It was more about Illawarra for me, Joel. The Jackies are who the Jackies are, and we know what they bring to the table. You know, they're, they're, they're so solid. They're so disciplined. Scott keeps them so accountable that they're going to come out and they're going to do their thing. Now, sometimes they're going to catch fire and get hot, and that's what they did last night, right? They hit 18 threes at 44%. So every time they got a little bit open, they splashed that thing. So it was a great performance by the Jack Jumpers. 
But man, Illawarra, now you speak about the offense, Hala Harvey just pulling shots from range off one pass or no pass early in the shot clock when they desperately just needed a really solid bucket or get to the free throw line. But man, the defense, the defense, Joel, has been non-existent from these Hawks. They gave up 96 to Sydney. They gave up 106 to Southeast Melbourne and won. And they gave up 103 last night to Tassie at bit high percentages. So they're giving up easy looks. They're giving up open looks from three. Their communication, their scramble. Hey, sometimes when they just get caught in isolation, Joel, and have to defend one-on-one, they're not getting that done. So it starts at the defensive end of the floor for the Hawks. They were the worst defense by a margin coming into the round, and uh, after last night's performance, that that won't have uh, that won't have helped that. And they've got uh, they've got another game later in the weekend against the Adelaide Thirty Sixers on Saturday. Of course, uh, Tassie on the back up against Southeast Melbourne and John Kane Arena on Saturday. A double header to look forward to tonight. A couple of really tasty games as well. Uh, so Sydney and Brisbane we've spoken about. The other game is just a good old-fashioned blockbuster. Over in the West, Perth and Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne United, not the favourite team of those uh, over in over in Perth. And a nice little subtrot with the Perth boy, Luke Travers. He comes home, but in the eyes of 13 or 14,000 Wildcats fans that will be in that building, he's going to be in the wrong colours. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's going to have some emotions swirling around tonight. You know, just a local product there in WA and, and, and developed so well there under that, in that Perth Wildcats system. So coming back into the jungle with a big crowd in a big game, playing a big role, uh, he's going to have some, some nerves for sure. I hope they uh, greet him with some a little venom. You know, you want that. They're a proud sort of fan base and club but also let's not take it too far because the kid was was great for the wildcats and he's a great young aussie product and i didn't think he left in any kind of like controversial circumstance he didn't tear up a contract or anything like that but just quietly there's another subplot that i think is really interesting with this game which is the battle of the big next stars joel because alexander Sar and ariel Hookporty are both playing really really well look 40 Pretty sure he's leading the league in both rebounds and blocks right now. So there's a lot of buzz about Saar, potential number one pick and all of that. I think Ariel Laporti will be coming in and looking to kind of get some things done tonight. It's going to be a fascinating head-to-head matchup. And uh, I don't know about uh, some other people's super coach teams, but uh, if they, those two go well, then that's good news for mine because they're uh, they're both in my team. That's uh, going to be... Yeah, a, a fascinating duel between those two at the five spot. The Perth four spot's interesting too. Christian Doolittle, he's been around for a couple of games now. And he said during the week that he, he wants to assert himself on the offensive end and really, I guess, play, play himself into a, a bigger role and a bigger part of, of John Riley's offense. How have you found his first few games in Wildcats colours? Yeah, they're still finding his feet, for sure. Um, I don't think we've seen the best of Christian Doolittle by any stretch of the imagination, but... I actually also don't mind the way he's been going about it. He hasn't been coming in and just jacking up shots and trying to get his. And uh, He knows that he's coming late. He's got a lot of talent around him on that team. So take, he can take his time with a little bit. Be solid on defense, move the ball, try to get after it on the glass. So I like the way he's been going about it. But, you know, it's starting to become time where he starts to assert himself on the ball game a little bit more. Played 31 and a half minutes in the starting lineup against Adelaide. But uh, yeah, 
trying to turn and up those numbers would be a, a good outcome for him and for John really. So it's all there to look forward to. It starts with a, a Friday night doubleheader tonight on ESPN. Liam, enjoy the weekend. You too, mate. Liam Santa Maria with us on NBL Now. Hope you enjoy your weekend also. Thanks for your company this week. We'll be back in your feed Sunday night with the moments that mattered.